titles. Go. Damn, hippie. He's still wearing that mask? <laughs> Word stealer. How not to raise ferrets. <laughs> the Gary Busey of podcasts. The Scratish Warrior. <laughs> Take the terrorist money. PJ be flexing. Urine and marijuana. Oh, I'm dead now? <laughs> Who's Brad? Brad's drank. Okay. At least that one fits. Let's do this. Warning. What you are about to hear contains explicit language, adult themes, and potentially disturbing content. The views and opinions expressed are those of the hosts and do not reflect the opinions of anyone else, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. This podcast is intended for an immature audience and should not be listened to by anyone, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. You know, fuck it. You've been warned. Hello, welcome to this week's edition of GeekPod. I'm your host, Paul, and I completely stumbled over everything already. That's fucking fantastic. <laughs> it's going to be a great night. I'm you. <laughs> I'm Jack, but I'm better dressed than Paul. No. Yes. Uh, At least uh, the top of your head is in the, the frame now. Like, it was cut off a second ago. So, yeah. anyway, guys. The better with the backwards or the the forward head i can't figure it out i'm just <laughs> i don't know i'll tell you later guys what's got you geeked well apparently i'm friends with every old guy with long hair and a beard i didn't know this but it's a thing because a week ago at walmart I had a guy come up to me in the pizza section. He's like, hey, you ever had that pizza? And then proceeds to tell me about his son and his old lady and which pizzas they like and all this stuff. And then at Aldi yesterday, I am putting my card away. When a guy leans out of a, a parked car, goes, something, I'm like, I'm like, what? I see an old man with a bandana on, long ponytail, big beard. He says, damn hippie. <laughs> like that. And I'm like, what the fuck? I put my card away. I'm on my way back to the car. He's like, you have a good day, man. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you too. And I'm just like, I, I see it though. Uh, I walk out of Wegmans. The guy's walking this way. He's got a big beard. He goes like this. It's like being part of a club now, except it's not just the club beard. They all think I'm a hippie. They all think I'm one of them. And I saw something today that said, um, what was it? Hippies are just evil people pretending to be nice. Something like that. I don't know. But I, I don't want to be part of this. I mean, he's in there. He's like, you know, probably, you know, token up, listening to Leonard Skinner. And I get in my car and it's fucking zombified by falling in reverse. I'm like, I am not one of you just because I have this and I have this. <laughs> Fuck me. In the bandana. Yeah. You were probably rock, rocking that too. Yeah, I was. Mm -hmm. Because it keeps my hair out of my face. <laughs> and your shirt's kind of tie-dye too. <laughs> Well, you know, I, I wasn't wearing this shirt yesterday, but still, if we're not supposed to judge people by their clothes, right? Or what they look like. Isn't that like the moral of every cartoon we've watched since 1982? Or, I mean, some of them. There's always at least one or two episodes per season that go that, that touch on that topic. But haven't we gone to the point where we've now said all of those cartoons are 
socially wrong and racist and we can't watch them anymore? But I don't need to watch them again. I watched them then. I understand that. But my, 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 my son can't watch them now because if he watches them, he's going to be considered socially. So he, he can judge me by what I look like, but this motherfucker was around for the previous generation of cartoons, so he should know better. <laughs> Your son doesn't get those lessons, but this guy should. I mean, he had a good 10, 15 years on me at least. We'll have this conversation in 10 to 15 years. And if you start doing that, Hugh, then we'll start to know what's going on. What? Talking to random people because they have some of the same physical attributes that I do? No, I don't talk to random people now. <laughs> I know you don't. <laughs> I, don't even like, I don't like talking to people. I mean, I, I'm only here because I'm used to it, you know? This is the habit. <laughs> yeah, this is what I do on Wednesday nights. I feel I'd like you want to get signs later life. in life and be like, hi, bye. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Move on from me, please. Corpse. That's me. It is. Uh, so, well, as you guys know, um, got some pretty devastating news today about my brother. Um, he, everybody knows, or our fans know, that he did have a kidney transplant at the beginning of the year. Um, he ended up with an infection in his foot that ended up being, ended up with gangrene in his foot. His foot had become gangrenous. Um, they went in and debrided it, tried to get out as much of the infection as they could. Um, and they went back in um, on Wednesday. So this was on Monday and on Wednesday, they went back in and tried again to see how things were going. They were going to put in a couple other things to see if there was any chance for healing to, to take place. But when they got in there, they realized it was too bad. So my brother is going to lose his leg from the, just below the knee down. So that's the... Uh, that's what's got me not so geeked, I guess. I mean, it's a, it's a lifestyle change for everybody in the family. We're going to have to pitch in and help out, but that's just how my family is anyways. We do that no matter what. I do that with friends. I do that with people I don't even know. So it's nothing different for us, but it's going to be, it's going to be a hard road. So, but uh, hopefully this, this kind of jolts him back in the, to the right frame of mind. Um, my brother, my son and I were talking about it. My brother, when he was younger, when he played, he played football, he weighed 270 pounds. He's a big man. He was, probably looked kind of like you and me, stocky. Played offensive line in football. My brother now weighs about 90 pounds. He's wow. a, good, a good stiff breeze, and he's in freaking Wizard of Oz. He's, and he, he, he says he weighs 170 pounds. I'm sorry. He does not weigh 170 pounds. Maybe wet with rocks in his pockets, holding on to a 70-pound dumbbell. Maybe it's 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 not good. But you know, a family doctor, a family friend is a doctor. Is actually my mom and my son, my, not my son, my mom and my brother's foot doctor said that a lot of times when people have this happen, it is a life-altering event, and they go from the way they're going to the direct opposite. So I think they live a long, productive life. That's so that's, that's what we're hoping for. So that will be on Friday of this week. So next time we get together, my brother will have one last foot and leg. So that'll bring the energy of the showdown. I, I was just gonna say, is he a horror movie fan? <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, you don't have to go into long detail. I'm just saying it's a perfect opportunity for a machine gun leg like from Planet Terror. (laughs) He, he, when we were younger, no, he wasn't. But he has gotten into horror movies. His wife is into horror movies. And when they were, obviously, when you could get DVDs sent home from Netflix and Blockbuster. Now we're talking a while ago. Don't get me wrong. They would have uh, on... Fridays or Saturdays nights, I can't remember which night. They would actually have a movie night, and his in-laws, so his father-in-law and mother-in-law, would come over with DVDs, and they would come over and they'd bring DVDs, whatever it might be. They would they watch Hostel, they watched a bunch of different things, and he got into them, and he kind of enjoys them a little bit now. So, nice. answer your question, he does like it, and I will bring it up to him. Okay. I, I would also think, I mean, I'd be pretty like bummed about it, but also wicked opportunity for like, you know, a permanent Halloween costume for the rest of your life. You know, I, I mean, you're, you're now, now I can call him Peg Lake Pete. Yeah, I mean, you're a fucking perfect pirate, and it's not even like a cheesy pirate. It's like, look, motherfucker, I got a peg leg. That's the real right. I mean, that's badass. Nice. And they can double as a weapon. It's true. Kick kick ass eye patch, too, and with a hat. <laughs> <laughs> so that's right. it by the way didn't jack mean, didn't mean to bring the room down but no uh corbs uh real no. quick shout out to you real quick if you or your family need anything got you um but yeah uh what's got me geeked um so i'm already actually looking forward to 2023 so i'm already in the pre 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 stages but i want to plan a fun vacation for emily and i and I want to go maybe to Washington, D.C., I'm thinking, because, um, as you know, I was a history major in college and oh, didn't know that you did. <laughs> Dumbass. I knew he's going to roll his eyes. Yeah. Um, but round trip tickets already, guys, one hundred and eighty dollars in their direct flights. I'm like, OK, this is interesting. So well, it's um, only Washington, D.C. I mean, it's like an eight hour drive. Eight hour drive. Not even. It's it is. It's five hours and 50 minutes from here, but right. I think was, uh, say that to, to Roanoke, Virginia is only like nine and a half hours. Right. So, but no, I want to just like do all those things, um, plan it out and um, maybe stay in like a four or five, maybe a four, not five star hotel, but like saying something nice for sure, but get something um, good going because I like to plan things. And I went when I was a kid with my parents, but uh, do like the cherry blossom festival, something like that. See some more history. I know this is like geek stuff, like where which we talk about movies or comics or sports, but like the history in me is watch looking at this and this looks very fun. And I think this would be a fun thing to do for sure. Like I does said, she does she like history? Does she know about this plan? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just making sure because you know, if she's like, uh Jack, I just wanted to go to the beach. I don't know what kind of girl she is. So, you know, as long as this is something she'd really be into, it sounds like a fun trip. I mean, if she, oh, I think so if she, too. she was into art or something like that, and you're talking about history, and then it's you know, oh, there's a crossover there. Yeah, <laughs> she's up but at the she, top of the stairs, Hugh, and she's like, "I'm gonna kill this guy." But yeah. she loves she loves history. Um, she wants to do this as much as I do. Like, but you guys know I can plan something myself and be like, "Oh yeah, that's what we're doing." But typical guy, I would. But I think this is gonna be something we plan together. Some stuff that we want to see, and definitely do something fun like that. Like I said, it's not till March or April next year. But I think that would be a fun vacation for both of us. Nice. And she says yes. <laughs> Unless and a better opportunity it. presents itself. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> oh, yeah. she said the better opportunity would kick Hugh's ass. So I, that's her words. Why does anybody want to kick my ass? I don't, I don't know, know I her. I'm just making sure that you're consulting her on her vacation plans. I'm doing her a favor. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's fair. All right, cool. Back to you, Paul. <laughs> All right, I got two things. Uh, one, we have our first new review in uh, a couple of years. <clears throat> Let me uh, let me read this for you. This came across the wire last week. You guys have already heard about it. We talked about it off air, but um, the title of it was fun, but could use some fun. Three star review. <clears throat> this comes from the real kid ugly via Apple podcasts on uh, August 17th. <clears throat> he says, found these guys recently and really enjoy them. Three stars. Remember, unfortunately, with even. 150 episodes you would think they would have volume issues figured out along with the news section whatever bro thanks real kid ugly um let us know what you're talking about so yeah i mean um, is he saying that the news isn't figured out or the news is figured out because that's usually the popular one People like the news. If he doesn't like the news, I want to know why. So I can tell him why he's wrong. <laughs> and he knew what no, the, the volume issues, though. I, I do wonder about that because I don't know how this comes through. Um, I only know how it sounds to me, and I don't listen to all the shows. Um, are any of us more quiet in the mix? Like, I you know, like a week ago or so, we had trouble hearing Kevin. You are? Corbs is, yeah. <laughs> Just in general. <laughs> Um, I, I, yeah, that's also, I want to know what he means about volume issues, because when I do edit this back, I, I listen to it on I'd like two different sets of headphones and it comes across good, except for when people are banging on the tables and, and stuff like that. But, um, like that, like that corpse. Yeah. Just like that. <laughs> did that person ever come forward, Paul, or did you ever find like a profile? Like, no, I'm not hunting him down. If no, he's I'm listening not. to the show, we're assuming it's a he or she. Yeah. Them. Yeah. Them. They. There you go. Yeah. Politically correct, Paul. We don't want to alienate one of our viewers. Unless they're from China. Didn't we go over that a few weeks ago? Oh, yeah, but we always alienate the Chinese viewers. And it's usually my fault, actually. I'm sorry. <laughs> God damn, Hugh, you're on a roll tonight. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I just get, I'm not even saying bad stuff. It's just like, you know, with China, it with the censorship, out. you can say stuff that isn't bad, but it's still bad. I don't know. I, it's confusing. <laughs> How 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 is my you know Western mind supposed to wrap my head around that? I don't know. We can give our podcast to Dennis Rodman to go to China. Oh, he's going to Russia. I don't know. He was going to like China or Russia or something like he's that. He's going to North Korea. A, ba- a former basketball player. Again, all it's all the same. It's. Yeah. But anyway, what else has got me geeked is, guys, we did something this last weekend. What did we do? I played golf. I listened to Forbes about putting a suit on for a wedding. (laughs) I went to the wrong hotel. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. You did not go to the wrong, you went to the wrong casino. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, yes, we did uh, the 2022 Sci-Fi Horror Fest last week. It was finally here. Uh, We were all set up. It was, uh, actually, I think it was the first time all four of us attended a con together, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. It was. I mean, I kept looking over and seeing Corbs, and I was like, "Corbs is here." Yeah, yeah. Basically, (laughs) let's get it right. I was shown at the convention. Yes, 
Yeah, I, I didn't understand why you, yeah, why you did that. It just made things confusing. I got confused up there. <laughs> and actually, guys, big shout out to you guys. My dad loved you guys. So big shout out for my father being at the con, too. I, I told you, I like your dad more than I like you, Jack. So that's totally you know, I like you, know, you, Jack. We, we tried too. hard, too, to get him to come on in your place. We even tried to give him your work shirt. Yeah, we just told him we'd call him Jack. He wouldn't do it. <laughs> no, he said we're getting the better Corbett, but I'm, I don't know. That's something he. Was I think he met Corbs. That's... Yeah. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe he was talking about Corbs. We did find out we are related. <laughs> I must have missed that one. I was no. gonna say no, we're, you, we're, you say we're, that and then you say no, like it's been going on. No, we were we, we were discussing it and then there, there's there's actually uh, there's probably more of a there's probably more of a possibility that we're related in some way we just haven't found it out yet but right but back to you paul yeah <laughs> um so uh my biggest takeaway cj graham is really fucking cool and he's a yeah. hell of a ball buster yes he is yes so um all of the guests were great uh except apparently richard mazer doesn't like me <laughs> he, he doesn't, doesn't like you <laughs> Because yeah. I had the audacity to wear a mask, so he doesn't he doesn't like me. I went wearing up, a mask. No, so like I went up to introduce himself, introduce myself to him. So he was like, "Oh, what's your name?" I'm like, I'm Jack. He's like, "Are you with that podcast over there?" I'm like, "Yeah, yes, yes, I am." He's like, "That one guy that's wearing that ski mask." I'm like, "Yeah, that's the, his name's Paul. He runs a geek pod and all." That. He's like, "Yeah, I don't like him." I'm like, "Why not?" He's like, "The mask he's wearing. He should be wearing one of these K95 masks." I'm like, "Well, he doesn't uh-huh. have one and all that." So he's like. Well, you should put go put one on. Do you have one for him? I'm like, no, I don't. He's like, I don't like him. I'm like, okay. Wow. I told you you look like a terrorist. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Fuck that guy. He doesn't but get to make assumptions about, about me and then go have a crazy ass fucking panel. <laughs> Dude, that panel was fun though. Shout out to Tiff though for making me moderate a panel. That was a lot of fun. I definitely want to do more of those. And it isn't a little nerve wracking at first, but at once you get the hang of it, it's pretty fun. I remember when I disconnected the mic, the first eyes I locked on to were Paul. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I got this. Man. Sit down, Jack. <laughs> so Jack, I got to ask you this question. How did you, like, did you, did they give you questions to ask him? I did my homework and I just researched Richard Mazur and I was like, let's try to find some good, intelligent questions. Um, I've been watching TED Talks for over a couple of years now. Chris Hardwick, I listened to his podcast actually on the regular. Shout out to him. And just because he's definitely it. listening. He's, what did yeah. it like that? What do you, why, why, what's up, Corbs? No, no, I just, I was just wondering because you looked like you looked like you were like looking at your phone a little bit. I don't know maybe if Tiff had given you nope. or something. I just have questions prepared. Okay. And that's all I was wondering. If, you know, because obviously for some reason, like people in the audience, I mean, they started asking a little few more questions um, and stuff like that. But I didn't know, like, obviously, if there's not asking, like when we did our pod, when we did our panel. There wasn't really, I mean, nobody really asked questions. I don't think anybody kind of really understood what was going I on. I mean, really, we could have just sat at our table and they could have yelled at us as they, walk, as they walked by and it would have been the same thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to be honest with you. With, really- without the microphone difficulties of having to share mics. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a lot of fun, though, for sure. Like meeting like CJ Graham, too. Like Melissa, shout out to her. She was taking pictures. Uh, CJ Graham comes over and puts two hands on my shoulders. I was like, he's like, hey, big guy. I'm like, I really felt like a Goomba. And he was like, Mario. And I was like, oh, wow, you're a really cool guy. He's like, you're just sweet talking me so you can get to my hot wife, aren't you? I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) 
scared the shit out of Kelly too. I was gonna say I think that was CJ's move was the slamming the two hands down people's shoulders. Yeah. yeah. So you're welcome, yeah. Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> she still hates us for that, Paul. She still but, um, she still tells me she's like, I can't believe you did that. I'm like, you wanted to meet him. You wanted to yep. picture with and him. She wasn't gonna do it any other way. So oh. we just kind of made it happen. Yep. So that was a lot of fun, though, that sci-fi horror fest. It's true what Tiff says, family. But, like, I know this was only, I would say, my third con I've done with you guys. But this was really, really awesome for sure to be at. It was fun. It was, it was. It was a very good time. And, and you know what? You're missing David Thornton, who uh, was a really nice guy. He plays Arctic Clown in uh, the Terrifier movies. And I've seen those movies. And in those movies, he is so fucking creepy. It's really hard to believe that he's played by such a nice, friendly, and warm person. Um, yeah, I, I was blown away by that. Yeah. Really, you, you need to go and watch the movie, Paul, just so you can understand why it was such a strange dichotomy for me that, uh, you know, that he that David Thornton was so nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to check him out. Because, yeah. okay, look at C.J. Graham, okay? C.J. Graham played Jason Voorhees, but you can meet him in real life and be like, yeah, he's probably a fucking badass. I can see him playing Jason. Yeah, with with uh, David Thornton, I I'm like wow. <laughs> yeah, like you said, super genuinely nice guys, both. Like, of them. what kind of twisted internet videos does he have to watch to get himself in the headspace <laughs> to play Art the Clown? I, I don't even want to know. I guess that's something we should have asked him. <sighs> Damn it! And I was gonna bring, I was actually gonna bring that up. Why haven't we? Why didn't we do like any like interviews with people or anything like that? Like we normally used to do. Uh, sound quality in those places they had nowhere else for us to actually sit down with them in the in quiet I, I i reached out to tiff about that and they had nowhere for us to go short of trying to ask them to go to our hotel room is that going to change do you think i think it might that would be cool yeah I think uh, they, were, they, were, they were talking about that i remember kind of over here in some of the conversation they were talking about changing the dichotomy of the room Closing yes. one of the things to have like the, the, the panels in a closed off area. And you Dude, what are you it. doing? You're stealing that word. I just used dichotomy. Now you're going to use it. it hasn't been used on this show in like probably a hundred episodes. And now it's used twice. What are the chances of that? You fucking word stealer. <laughs> word <Damn>. stealer. <laughs> Sorry. No, but it was really cool though. Like also Richard Mazur, I gave him one of our geek pod mugs and actually I was playing some trivia with some fans at the table. He actually walked by, he's like, I'm going to go use this real quick, which I bet you he wasn't, but it's, it was kind of nice though, him taking the geek pod mug, showing it to me that he actually was going to use it too. And fun fact, I don't know if it was him or his publicist just texted me earlier today and said, thank you so much for the good times. And we really appreciate it because he took my name and number down. I'm like, I don't know what you're going to do with it, but here, bro. You're going to be in a movie with him soon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, He's going to call you at 3 a.m. and say, hey, remember what you said you were going to do to Corbs to bug him? <laughs> it's <laughs> your turn. Yeah, he'll call me at 3 a.m. He's like, yo, your friend Paul, what about him? It's 3 in the morning. I still hate his mask. <laughs> He's still wearing that mask? <laughs> He's still wearing that damn mask. <laughs> uh, can you write that one down for me, Paul? Like Paul's mask. <laughs> Um, all the, all the know, that, was, that was really cool though like just seeing all the little exhibits though like also uh, melissa's husband though had the toys and all the comics there like oh my god it was just in heaven with all that stuff seeing all the and josh from a skateboard all those fun things there, there as well they had the actors there a lot of fun yeah that was that was really cool they had a couple of the uh the scare actors 
in costume and in 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 character. role i guess in character thank you um that was really cool they they drew quite a crowd with that that was fun um and if i'm not wrong i believe the pre-orders are up for that right now so if you want to go to uh atrophy wow. escape ward wow um <laughs> what are you doing over there it's the name of the thing the thing com dot com yes atrophyescapeboard.com it's at ko industries um go check it out we'll have a link i'm sure uh get your tickets you will not be disappointed all right um now they're else? already they already have dates uh, for next year right mm-hmm. i believe so I saw that again on my daughter's birthday so it's like this convention and your birthday party i just i never i don't, I don't know it's always it's never gonna escape yes um yeah, but the 2023 Sci-Fi Horror Fest, that's what he was talking about. The dates have already been announced. The location's locked in. They're going to be back at Vernon Downs, August 25th and 26th of 2023. Is that it? So, Friday, Saturday again. Yes. Um, anything else we want to touch upon about this, or we want to move on, guys? Well, I'm sure we'll cover a little more of the Horror Fest later in the show. Probably. <laughs> Just a safe okay. guess. Foreshadowing. All right. Um, so is anybody playing anything? I am playing Lego Lord of the Rings. Nice. Yeah, I don't know how it happened, but you know, I bought my daughter a switch, okay, and it is for her, but I kind of figured that you know I would get to play it once in a while as well. You know, it can not a lot, but just a little bit here and there, just to kind of play around with a handheld until I get my Steam Deck. Um, wouldn't you know it? She's on that thing absolutely constantly. So I was the other day, I was like, oh. and then I picked up my uh, Vita with my PlayStation Vita, which I haven't touched in a while. And I was like, wait a second, I have all the Lego games. I have planned on playing those at some point. So I started playing Lego Lord of the Rings and I'm having a blast now. So, you know, it's, it's, I know it's a game meant for like, you know, eight year olds, uh, but it's still fun, you know, kind of uh, gets the completionist thing going, you know, the, the juice is flowing there. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know I usually like, you know, horror games with action and me enjoying a lego game is kind of a dichotomy corbs <laughs> but i am having a blast with it uh, but that's all i'm playing right now nice i've had no time to play anything i second i uh I, i'm struggling to even find time to watch television at this point we'll get to that later um <clears throat> but if uh there's really nothing else guys why don't we kick it to break and we'll come back with the news Stick with us, guys. Looking for the hottest new comic on the shelf or a keyback issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in-store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is THE king of comics.
Now, before you win the white trash culinary word of the year by making a steak and stir fry, here's the news. First up, common sense gone. Sony Pictures has announced they are developing a movie based on the video game Days Gone. Both the internet and game developer have had some things to say about this news. Sony recently turned down the offer of a sequel, even though the game sold over a million copies. Took a, it didn't wasn't like right out the gate, but you know, over a year or so, it sold a million copies. That's a success. But they're still making a movie? That doesn't make any sense. The current issue, though, is about casting, not about the sequel to the video game. Sony is courting Sam Hewen of Outlander fame for the lead role, which would have been fine, except for the fact that the role in the game was already voiced and given the likeness of another actor, Sam Witwer, having been the lead in sci-fi's hit series Being Human, The Mist, the actor likeness for The Force Awakens video games, tons of voices in the animated Star Wars shows, including Darth Maul. He was even in the uh, premiere episode of The Walking Dead. Uh, he has literally played this role before. He is the guy. This isn't the same as gender or race swapping or casting a young in-demand actor like Tom Holland for the Uncharted franchise for longevity. I mean, I didn't agree with that, but I understand what they were doing there. There's absolutely no reason not to cast the guy who brought the character to life to begin with. Uh, the character is based on him, literally. The game's developer developers, wow, I, I think I have your COVID brain, Paul, uh, have been vocal about the fact that this is ridiculous. Fans have taken to the internet with statements like, Deacon St. John isn't just voiced by Sam Witwer. It's his complete likeness and performance. The avid fan added that Sam Whit Witwer is Deacon, and he should be the one playing him in the Days Gone film. Now, the film is being described as a love letter to motorcycles, and as the main character is a biker trying to avoid masses of undead in the wilderness while searching for someone he's lost. Uh, the difference between this and other zombie movies being that they're more like the creatures than I Am Legend. You know, they kind of hide in hives indoors during the day and can attack by like almost the thousands if disturbed. It's a wicked intense game. Uh, as well, I can't imagine why you would produce a movie based off a property and immediately piss off every fan of the property to the point where they won't support the movie. I mean, Sam Hewen's great, and he has a bright future ahead of him after Outlander, but, you know, this time he is not the right choice. And I feel like the fans have spoken, but I guess we'll see. Next up, uh, winter is, uh, well, a long way off, uh, about 173 years, I'm told. Don't worry about that right now, though. HBO's Game of Thrones prequel spinoff, House of the Dragon, has drawn the biggest premiere audience for an HBO original ever. 10 million people tuned into the premiere, even crashing the HBO Max app in the process. The second episode actually grew in viewer numbers, which is nearly unheard of. You almost never have the second show of a series grow. Usually people tune into the first one to see what it's all about, and then you lose some viewers. You don't generally gain even more on the second episode. Uh, this is great news as the show needed to overperform in light of the Warner Brothers Discovery axing of so many HBO projects. On a personal note, I thought the show was fantastic. I mean, it's sometimes rough to get into a new show and care about the characters right off the bat. Uh, it helped a lot having Matt Smith stealing the show, as he usually does, uh, with some folks even tweeting that they think they saw the 11th Doctor's penis in all caps. Um, everyone seems to be happy with the show, except those triggered by graphic C-section scenes and, you know, forced marriages to 12-year-old girls, understandably. Uh, but I have high hopes moving forward. Uh, the only thing that really has me a little concerned, and it really isn't even about the quality of this show, uh, you know, Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power premieres this week. And uh, one of the reviews coming out, and I have it on my other screen here, The Guardian says, The Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power, so astounding it makes House of the Dragon look amateur. Wow. That's, that's a fucking powerful thing to say. And I really like House of the Dragon. So I guess we'll see. 
And finally, you're going to love this. A good way to lose weight is to put salt on your ass and go to a petting zoo. But stay away from the goats because I've seen them fornicate with a mailbox. You know who said that? Actor Gary Busey has been accused of inappropriate conduct at the Monster Mania convention in New Jersey last weekend. Several people allege he touched or groped them in inappropriate ways. Some during photo shoots and all of the details are not known at this time. But Busey's been charged with sexual misconduct. The day after he was charged, video was taken of him going to a park, appearing to pull down his pants to jerk off, and then enjoying a cigar and a post-masturbatory afterglow. Yeah, Paul's like, I hadn't heard that. Neither had I. Uh, but, I mean, is anyone really shocked here? And he denies anything happened, and maybe that's the case, but really, you could say Gary Busey was charged with anything, and I would believe it possible. If you said Gary Busey kidnapped President Biden and bought him to a burlesque show for a fancy brunch over the weekend, I could buy it. You said Gary Busey was found naked in a red robin claiming to be the long-lost son of J.K. Rowling? I think it was entirely possible. If you said Gary Busey was coming on GeekPod to lecture Jack on how not to raise ferrets, it sounds on brand. The guy is nuts. I just wish he would have kept his nuts to himself. And that's the news, kids. Now, I have to go look up free online sensitivity and harassment trainings. Given the number of live shows we're doing now, I think we really need to cover our asses here. Otherwise, it's only a matter of time before Kevin says, does, or touches something inappropriately. And then we will forever be known as the Gary Busey of podcasts. Paul? <laughs> In other news, more than 2,500 left-handed people a year are killed from using products made for right-handed people. No. Back to you, Corbs. Nothing. <laughs> Are you left-handed? <laughs> no. No. Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. I gotta get all my right-handed tools back out. <laughs> Figure that out. It's just weird. I'd like to see a breakdown on statistics of what actually happened in those situations. <laughs> I feel like I'd actually like to see the breakdown between right-handed tools and left-handed tools. I thought you were going to say in the news, Gary Busey kidnaps Joe Biden, goes to a petting zoo with the, and all that stuff. That's what I thought you were going to say, but no, that was good. So I was going for Gary Busey to be Ezra Miller too. I mean, <laughs> yeah, so. exactly. And now sports. I got nothing for sports. Oh, Corbs doesn't have a segment this week. We didn't know that. That would have been good to know. <laughs> no, actually, um, I mean it's 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 getting winding down into baseball season. I mean it's getting into the stretch run. <clears throat> week one oh. starts next week of NFL too. Yep, NFL coming up. Um, so basically for sports, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, six more guys jumped from the PGA to the Live Tour. Um, the guy who won the British Open this year is one of the guys that jumped over. Um, so he's, you know, they've got some pretty big names that have, are jumping over there. I think a lot more guys are going to be heading over there. Good for them. So I think they're patriots. Well think about it. Guys, you guys have it all wrong. I mean, th this is, this is a psyop. All these guys going over there getting all that money from the terrorists and then the terrorists don't have any money left. All of our golfers have it. It's brilliant. All right. Never thought of it that way. 
but he's, he's exactly. not one. But I, I, I know I was telling I was telling the guys I golf with on um, on Sunday when we golfed that they have to find a way to coexist. It's, they're not going away right now. PJ has to find a way to coexist with them. Like guys kind of come and go. They do it with the European tour. They do it with the Australian tour, the Southeast PGA tour. These guys jump back and forth all the time. What's the big difference about jumping from the live tour? The live tour this year, there's eight tournaments. It's not, and they're not on day, weekends when the PGA is playing. They set it up <clears throat> specifically so that they wouldn't be playing at that time. So if the guys wanted to play in both, they could. If these guys want to travel back and forth to England and play and then come back and play over here, that's on them. If, if that's what you're worried about and they're not, they're not playing that well, that's unfortunately, that's their dumbass mistake. These guys, if they were, uh, to me, you got to find a way to coexist. You got to find a way. You can, you can be pissed about the fact that it's run by the guys that support terrorism and blah, 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 blah. But in the long run, they're, they're going to be handing out money. The PGA Tour is trying to combat it, but no offense. If you're playing in a tournament where the top prize is $1.8 million, let's just say, $2 million. If you can be guaranteed to take home, before you even play, $10 million, where are you going? I mean, at this point... I think the PGA's only hope to turn this around is to have Mick Foley win the, ch the championship on one of these things and turn it all back around. I mean, that's the only chance and have the live tournament, like tell everybody that it happens beforehand. But it's the PGA Corbs, what you're saying though, they flex their muscle. They don't want anything, but the PGA, they won't budge. They didn't even have women at um, Augusta for a long time. They the PGA is just so stubborn. Yep. They are, they are. And like I said, they, they unfortunately they got to find a way. It's not going away just yet. And I think that I think the live tour is going to be here for a while. And I do think that you're going to see a lot of these, a lot of these guys like, Oh, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go. I'm sorry. If you're going to be throwing tens of millions of dollars at me or a hundred million dollars for 10 years, I'm sorry. Hi. Who wants to play for the poor golfers association? <laughs> That was good. So I'm just, you know, it's just one of those things. It, it, if you want to keep the best product in the field, got to coexist. You got to find a way. If you're not going to find a way, you might as well just tell the guys, if you want to go, go, but don't come back. Yeah. The other way they could do that is you say to make it competitive, you know, they, they have to coexist. What if it ends up being the proving ground for the young golfers. And I mean, I don't know how golf could be fucking exciting, but it works in wrestling. You know, they could be, you know, taking the up and comers and become exciting again. Like, you know, you, you watch your, your golf legends and you get them out there and you probably can pretty much pick who the top people are going to be to finish the course. It's probably the same people every time a little moving around, but there's not a whole lot of, you know, surprises there. Sure. This would be surprising. You know, people that they haven't seen. I don't know. I mean, if they leaned into it, maybe it could work for them. Well, and they do have they do have something like that. You, know, they have a thing called the Corn Ferry Tour, and that's the guys that don't make the PGA Tour. So they have well, like they made like, it now. No, no, they've had it for a while. But you're right. But they do have that. But see, my thing is, okay, you got these guys that are jumping to the Live Tour. They're not playing on the PGA, so you're going to get these guys that played on the Corn Ferry. 
are going to come up here and play, you're going to get to see more golfers, different golfers. Some of these guys that are playing on the Corn Ferry Tour are very good. The only problem is the 125 25 guys in front of them are just a little bit better. So if you've taken out, we'll say 25 guys, so now 25 guys from the Corn Ferry Tour this year are going to make the PGA and be able to play. And then they're going to be able to make the cuts. So you're going to have a different day. You're going to have a different set of guys playing. Caught that while I saw that. You have a different set of guys playing. You're going to have a different chance of somebody different winning a championship or winning a tournament. So you're going to have different guys coming into different tournaments now. It's going to create a whole different thing. I think it's great for the PGA. I also think that they need to find a way, like I keep saying, they need to find a way to coexist. What you're, what Hugh was saying made me think of an idea and what you're saying about coexisting. Another idea what they could do is um, like what Hugh said, legends. Maybe you can do like a foursome or just a tag team or something like that. A current PGA golfer and a legend like Greg Norman and Rory Mickelson. For, no, Rory, um, yeah, Rory. Rory. Yeah, and then you can do something like that. But you can do like a current golfer and a legend. I know they do like single tournaments, but maybe you can do like four people or you yeah, do yeah the, the live to live tour is doing something like that, that it's like a team of four right you know you all play you're not playing captain crew you're not playing captain mate you're playing and then you take the best combined score i believe that's how it works but maybe they can just do different kind of tournaments just to get more people involved but yeah happens like so. steel cage matches right and then like, yeah i'm thinking caddyshack too you put them on the freaking ice randy quaid out there is he and the crazy one? He's the yes. crazy one. Oh, in his gosh. Christmas vacation outfit, Randy Quaid. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Christmas, Christmas vacation. Shinner's full. <laughs> Love it. So, but other than that, you know, not much going on in the world of sports. Like Jack said, football starts a uh, week from Thursday. So, we can yesterday. No, tomorrow, bro. Well, it's when the podcast comes out. You got to figure that out. Oh. So, easy to send them out on Friday. So, from yesterday. There you go. You clever. Thinking about you, Paul. Got you covered, brother. And the biggest news in sports: we have Clash at the Castle this coming weekend. That's WWE. Yeah. Yeah. I it's at like one in the afternoon, which is weird. Yeah. Isn't it in like Ireland or some shit like that? Yeah. It's in Wales, right? Yeah, Wales. Yeah, yeah Cardiff. Cardiff. Wales. Yeah, isn't it like? where drew mcintyre is from he's like from like scranton or something like that yeah like somewhere in the Jersey. old country <laughs> grand's grand pennsylvania yeah exactly <laughs> i don't know i mean i i feel like uh like this is a stepping stone like this isn't uh i'm not gonna say nothing big's gonna happen here uh because it is their first uh stadium show in the uk in 30 years but it doesn't feel like it's going to be a, it feels, I, Triple H has got to set a whole bunch of stuff up now. He's got, you know, course correct from the Vince McMahon era, been doing a great job. But I mean, there's a lot of stuff they, they have to get all of their shit going. And I, I don't know. I mean, I just, this feels like another, you know, there's the, the big four pay-per-views and then you have the rest, which really don't matter. Mm-hmm. This feels like one of those. Yeah, this feels like but, a minor pay-per-view. Yeah. But because of where it is, I, I, it seems like it shouldn't be. I, I, we'll, we'll see. I don't know. I, I'm not particularly excited. I don't expect a lot of stuff to change. No, I'm expecting to probably watch it sometime Sunday because I'm going to be at the fair yeah. Saturday. 
Why would you do that? Dude, I was looking up. Okay, apparently the fair, there's this awesome barbecue truck there. It's called a Cinder. They're, I think they're from Texas. And people are saying it is the best Texas barbecue they've ever, they've ever had. Like nowhere around here could touch it. I went and looked at that. Their premier thing is a sandwich. They have a brisket sandwich. 22 fucking dollars for a fucking sandwich. Oh my uh, God. No. Nope. 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 No, I'm going for the concert. That's why I'm going back. Job kick. Oh. Job kick. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty as much. Um, I went to the <laughs> Shocking. fair. Shocking. I know, Paul. <laughs> I went to the fair before my kid was born. Actually, the year before he was born. So 2006. They had a food truck there that had a pork sandwich. Like, not a pulled pork sandwich. Like, just a cut pork. Mm-hmm. Put, it in, put it in a hoagie roll and doused it in horseradish sauce. I'm telling you right now, I was living to go back to that to the fair the next year to get that sandwich. That sandwich was so fucking good. <laughs> That's all I talked about for a year. Nice. And then it was gone, was, wasn't it? I went back next year. Not a fucking truck there where the, I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" They better still have the bacon bomb. I got to go back you know, to that. I, I like the bacon bomb, but Paul. I, I first I was like all about that until I came home and made my own bacon bomb and realized just how shitty theirs is. Really? It, it's not hard to make. It's not. I mean, you just roll the shit together and then you smoke it. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's good, but I mean, at home it's way way better. I mean, I think it ends it ends up getting overcooked there. They're trying to to cook for potentially you know hundreds of thousands of people. Mm-hmm. There's no way to get it right. Um, but yeah, I used to want to get the bacon bomb, and then I stopped because I'm couch and make it at home. Well, your bacon bomb compared to my uh, lamb gyro, though, that's what I gotta get. <laughs> gotta get pizza free. Pizza free for sure. Yeah. I spent one on Friday on Monday with his with his mother. He brought me home pizza free. What was it? Uh, two years ago, um, I went with my dad, my brother, his wife, and my sister. Literally, there was like maybe had to be eighty people in line. The guy that had a line was a Cowboys fan. And I did the Impractical Jokers thing. Like, literally, I just snuck my way in line. I was like, oh, wow, you're a Cowboys fan. I'm an Eagles fan and yada, yada, yada. But I budged literally like 80 people in line. But we got the pizza freeze in like five minutes. Everyone literally death stared me, wanted to fucking kick my ass. But hey. Dude, you're an awful person. I was hungry. (laughs) I definitely do like your dad better. What the fuck? (laughs) My dad looked at me and he doesn't swear. He's like, what the fuck did you just do? He's like, I got his pizza freeze. He's like. Walk this way quickly. <laughs> quickly, quickly, quickly run. I did the same shit by accident when we were getting ready to get on the plane for uh, Florida for vacation last year. They called it and we were just sitting at seats. I just jumped up and walked like to the thing. Clearly caught like half the plane behind me. Kristen's like, do not turn around. Like everyone back there wants to fucking kill you. I'm like, we're just going to keep walking this way now. Like I <laughs> can't stop now. No, yeah, I said we're already committed to it. We just gotta keep going. Go with it. You got it, and you, when you go there, you gotta get deep fried anything. Oh yeah. I got. Yeah, I used. I got. I one year I got the deep fried Oreos. Forget about it. <laughs> Forget about it. You know what bothers me about the deep fried thing is you go there if you want deep fried Oreos or Twinkies or candy bars or whatever, you get a giant thing of deep fried goodness. If you ask them for deep fried vegetables, it's like half a cup of the smallest, most anemic vegetables you've ever seen in the middle of a basket, soaking oil into a napkin. I, I've done it twice now, and I'm like, what's the fucking point? I mean, do they just not bring vegetables thinking people won't eat them? I half expect next the next time I go and do that for them to just put a scoop in a bag of frozen mixed vegetables, and I'm going to get deep fried lima beans and shit. <laughs> 
Like they're not even trying. Excuse me. You can live there, Paul. I'm good. That this this cough just still sticks around. Could be there for a while. That's what I hear. Weeks. Weeks. Yep. Three. All right. Three weeks or so for me. Three to four weeks for me. It's, Perfect. It, it's like that. It, it goes and it, it very, and then uh, you'll you'll notice that all of a sudden it just comes right back again for like a week. You get it real bad for a week and then it goes away. Perfect. That's yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah. All right. So let's move it along. Um. Actually, you know what? Why don't we kick it to break and we'll come back with Jack's erroneous random questions of the week. How's that sound? Sounds good. Stick with us, guys. Looking for the hottest new comic on the shelf or a key back issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in-store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is the king of comics. Everybody, ready for your one, two, three, random two. questions? We no, fucking three. talked about two. I no, not three. Then I'm cutting your third one in post. All right, cool. Yeah, we don't have a whole lot of fucking material to begin with. Maybe you better get off your high horse and just let the kid run with it. Love you, Hugh. All right, so no, um forget I said that. Do what you <laughs> cut that too. <laughs> what was all right, yo? All right, what was the soft drink Pepsi introduced as? A nerve Pepsi. tonic. No. Drink Pepsi. What? what was it? What was the question again? What was the soft drink Pepsi introduced as? The Coca-Cola alternative. St- that would be easy. No. To settle your stomach? No. This one's tricky a little bit. Pepsi Either know it or you don't know it. Pepsi Cola. No. An alternative to coffee. No. Put some pep in your step. No. It was the yep. first attempt at gay conversion therapy. It was introduced as a laxative. No. It was on the market alongside saltpeter. No. <laughs> they gave it to horses to make them run faster. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is fun though. Let's keep going. All right. <laughs> come on, who's next? Was it a oh, uh, effort, was it was it an aphrodisiac? No. <laughs> Did, Did they it, boil snails no. in it? <laughs> <laughs> just said no. Just start no. They All used right. it for enemas. No. <laughs> All 
I'm done. No. <laughs> was it? Wait, wait, wait. Was it the Viagra before Viagra? No. <laughs> Good try, though. You're going to be like, once you hear the name, you're like, what the fuck? How was I supposed to know that? <laughs> All right. Well, that's kind of how we deal it. most of the time. Brad's drink. What? Exactly. What? It makes no sense. What? Who the fuck is Brad? I don't know who Brad is. Okay, we, we need some context here. Or I call bullshit and you're just making this up. What is right. the context here? I'll Google it if you want, but all right. No, you're the one giving the trivia questions. You tell us. I'll look up the synopsis next week, but not today. <laughs> Wait, so you, you don't actually know the answer either? I didn't know this one. I was like, what? I looked in that trivia book. <laughs> all right, so next one. What animal breathes out of their butt? Jack Corbett. I wish I could, but no. A fish. No. Good guess, though. Breathes out of their butt. An octopus. No. A donkey. No. Corbs is busy looking up Brad's drink right now. I am. <laughs> I want to know about that shit. It was originally created and developed in 1893 by Caleb Bradham. There you used go. as Brad's drink. And then it was renamed Pepsi Cola in 1898. Okay, that, that gives us some context, sir. There you go. Thank you, Corbs. Sure. But um, what animals breathe out of their butt, Corbs? What animal animals or animal? What animal breathes out of its butt? Clearly one that doesn't have a nose. A dolphin. No. Shark. A lobster. No. Shark. No. Richard Mazer. <laughs> you and your mask. <laughs> don't like that mask <laughs> turtles <laughs> okay and then the one that's getting edited out for extra credit what is walmart's biggest seller despair <laughs> i knew you're gonna go there no magnum condoms no this one is a common think of a grocery store it's a common. Well, it sure isn't their fucking chunky oh. chippers because they can't be bothered to stock the motherfuckers. Milk. No. Eggs. No. Bread. Bacon. No, no. Bread's drank. <laughs> no. Bread's drank. With bread. Bread. What? Bread. No. What, what color dress does Belle wear in Beauty and the Beast? Uh, that was one of the questions this week. I heard that, that was one. yellow, and that is the number one seller in Walmart. Think of the color yellow. Urine. Bananas. 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 No, it just smells like urine, Paul. Urine <laughs> and marijuana. I was there tonight. Every aisle smells like urine or marijuana. Okay. I don't disagree with that. Well, there you have it. That was fantastic, Jack. Thank you, Jack. I, I think yes. next week we throw as many answers at Jack as we can until we get the right one. Rapid fire, just answers. I'm just going to go out and buy that same fucking book that he's got. No. <laughs> Watch, I'll open the book and then Paul will have the same book next to him. Okay. Oh. Hmm. okay. <clears throat> All right, moving on. Uh, guys, watch anything good lately? Actually, yeah. Is that a weekly topic? No, there is no weekly topic this week. We already addressed that. I must have missed that. You must have. <laughs> well, I, he did come in late. Yes. So it's possible. 
But I still think we could have come up with something, Paul. Well, that's too bad. <laughs> what the fuck's your problem, man? You act like you were busy all weekend. Right. Doing God. what? No, but um, actually, what I was watching. Did you guys ever see the untold like um stories on like Netflix? They have like they have like stories. They have the point shaving like scandal in the NBA. But they had a really good one. Um, it just was released a couple weeks ago of Matt Titeo. So um, it was of the Notre Dame linebacker. Yeah, Corbs knows where I'm going with this. Holy fuck balls. <laughs> that story literally, oh my God. That you feel for him, this guy. This guy was literally brainwashed. Hugh and Paul, do you know about Mante Tayo a little bit? I, are you speaking English? So that, he, that, that sounds like something I'd order at the Chinese restaurant. So mm. he was a guy that was brainwashed and catfished hard. So uh, he had like Corbs knows where I'm going with this. He was um a four-year um, starter at Notre Dame College, five-star athlete coming out of high school, highly touted. Uh, this guy has literally um, a girl he thinks he's talking to because he's Polynesian, and so is this guy that he creates a fake Facebook profile. Yeah, fake. And he set, and he puts a girl's face all over the Facebook, creates this fake identity. Literally, the, his senior year, he'll get this. He goes into his senior year. His grandmother dies. And this guy that's trying to be a girl, he's like, oh, to kill the identity, I'm just going to say I died in a car accident and literally breathes into cell phones, like mimics his voice and says, oh, I'm dead now. And after that season, because he was the second, um, he came in second place to win the Heisman Trophy that year. This guy literally says, oh yeah, I'm, I'm alive now. I just was kidnapped and all this stuff. And he's like, what the fuck is going on? It's like a whole whirlwind. It was before catfishing was really that big, but I know people can go to jail for certain things, but after watching this, like Dr. Phil interviewed this person, this person was just so fucked up what they did to this poor guy. They literally brainwashed him, made him feel like shit to a shit. Like the, his parents were like, did you even know you were what you were doing? And he, he didn't even know. So like this guy had only played in the NFL for like four to five years. If he probably never had this happen, you would probably talking to him as one of the best linebackers in the NFL right now, I would say. I loved him when he played football, but this guy, if you guys like um, some little uh, mystery stuff like that, but I didn't know everything about the Manti Teo thing. I knew quite a bit because I followed it, but this was pretty fucked up. It was a two-part series. And it's only two hours. It's pretty quick, but it was a very good documentary for sure. Nice. Trying to spell that out so I can put it in the notes. Yeah. Um, I spell his name. Do, have do to look it up. Yeah, we'll look if yeah, check out your Netflix if you're just looking for like a quick documentary. But that was. I'll pretty- go look at my Netflix. <laughs> All right. Um, I finally got to watch the uh, the first episode of Tales of the Walking Dead. So I'm what two weeks behind, you know the two three weeks behind something like that. Yeah. Two. Yeah, so you had the one, the first one you watched was that was with Terry Crews and Olivia Munn. Yes. Which that was, a, yeah, like that was good. I like that. That was kind of, you know. That was interesting. Nice, yeah. nice little twist on that one. One at the end. The next one after that. Mm. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can't avoid it. Can't avoid yeah, it. You know, the, the, the recent one that I'm a week ahead on is, uh, and it was good, but my wife made the comment that she doesn't even feel like this is taking place in the same world, like the same people are involved. It just it's it's so 
and that one even has like the trappings and everything. I mean, there, there's, it's, you're, you're going to get there. It's just this whole series. I, I guess I, this is not what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And I, I feel like a lot of people are going to think that. No, you're talking about episode four. Yes. Okay. With Anthony episode... Edwards. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Okay. I didn't think it was. I saw the preview. I couldn't remember who. I couldn't figure out. Yeah. I know that guy from somewhere. That's what it is. I didn't. I don't know. And Hugh, I know you've seen it. I don't know if Jack has seen it. I, this last one with um, Samantha Morton. Yeah. It, 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 it is. I mean, she was a a lot huskier in the TV show. Like she's lost a lot of weight. I don't know if it was supposedly for that reason. I mean, I think you have to suspend disbelief at that point. I mean, I noticed that, but I wasn't going to hold it against the story. Right. Uh, my my biggest thing is it didn't it didn't feel like the same character. It didn't feel connected. Um, right. Because it's not like we saw from the very beginning, and we've seen some of her past. You know, right. didn't we see like when how she took care of her husband or whatever? Yeah. You know, we saw yeah. some of her backstory. Yeah, um, but this, she, this, how she met Beta and all that stuff, and yeah, um, th this is between the end of the world and all all the other stuff that happened. But it, it didn't. I don't know. It, it was just weird. It was all. It was almost like I felt like I was watching a reboot, but they used the same actor because it didn't feel like the same character to me. Right. Even though I know she wasn't as evolved, I expected her to be devolved a little bit. Right. I don't know. Well, it wasn't bad. Let me let me ask you this question. Do you think that they're they're gonna circle back to that because of what you did to that one girl? If they weren't fucking this series up and it could run for 10 years, then absolutely. Right. But I, I have to question whether or not fans are gonna stick with it since they don't seem to be taking it seriously. I mean, this was a chance to delve into other parts of the world without investing in long-term sets and actors and things like that and and they just seem to kind of i mean they're having fun with it for sure but you know sure. at our expense and i did i did see that terry cruz is going to end up in in new york city oh he is okay all right yeah. i hadn't seen that yet so i did see that that's been yeah they changed it from uh island of the dead or isle of the dead to dead city which yeah, yeah. I, I that's fine because, you know, the rest of the country is like, Manhattan's an island? I mean, yeah. <laughs> whatever. Call it Dead City. Yeah. All right. Did you like it, Paul, though? <laughs> it was all right. Um, I didn't have very high expectations with everything that we were all talking about over the weekend. So, uh, I'm, it was okay for what it was. I, I did like the twist. Yeah. Um, that was fucking cool. You didn't see that coming. I no, mean, I didn't. It, it was goofy, but I, you know, I enjoyed it. The, the first episode. Um, mm -hmm. hey, yeah. I mean, I, I only the second one has really made me see. Um, the other ones have been like, oh, all right, but you know, it was just the second one that really made me angry. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It also makes me angry with the way that they're presented on my DVR. Yeah. Like. For whatever reason, the first episode showed up as like The Walking Dead season eleven, and then the second one was some like a completely different, like weird, like name. Like they're not like it's not showing Tales of the Walking Dead and episodes one through blah blah blah. 
I'm just have these random fucking episodes on there. So I was like, well, what's what here? <laughs> I had to go off of the date and shit to figure out, like, to make what sure I was watching the right one. Yeah. But um, the only other thing that I've had time to watch is She-Hulk. Yeah, I've watched that too. So when do the new episodes drop? Thursdays. Thursdays. Okay, because I went to look watch these episode three today, and I'm like, where, where, where is it? Where the fuck is it? I'm, I need to watch this before I go on the podcast. <laughs> and it wasn't there. Nope. Two episodes so far. Yeah. Um. Quick progression. I like it. Um. I'm hoping we circle back to where Bruce is because what the fuck is going on with that? So. I mean, that might be for another movie. Well, it could be. Sure. We know it won't be a Hulk movie, but but I, I did like the fact that when she called him to make sure he was cool with the Blonsky, and he's like, you know, I, I was literally a different guy back then. Yes, and he yes. literally was a different actor back then. That was such a great callback. That was the I'm here deal with it moment, you know. Um, 10 movies too late. Right. Um, I'm really enjoying that show. Yes, yeah, I, I liked it too. I still don't think the CGI is up to snuff on her, what what they want it to be. Sometimes it looks good. Sometimes it looks a little weird and it feels like a waste of a beautiful actress um, because she just looks like a cartoon character some of the time. I mean, yeah. not, not horribly, but it's, they said, hey, wait for the series. Okay, we waited for the series. Still not great. Yeah. Oh, I shouldn't say that. It's still not up to the level of Mark Ruffalo's. CGI. Right. I shouldn't I say agree. it's not great. It's it's I couldn't do that. If I tried to do it, it looked like it was colored in crayon. I can't really I, I shouldn't be like putting them down, but it's not up to the standards they've they've set us to expect from them. Right. I think it fits in with you know phase one Thanos. Yeah. So I'm just waiting for Daredevil to show up. And I want an explanation on why the fuck he now has a yellow helmet. Okay. That's, that's, all. that's all you want out of the series. That's what I want most out of it. It's it's gonna give us so much more because it's Marvel. So. Uh what about you guys? What else you got? I watched Nope. Hmm. nope. Is it good? Yeah, that's a movie worth watching. Um I heard uh something this week too about uh the director thinks they might have other stories to tell in that uh that world. That's but, what I heard. Uh, I tell you this, it's not like any UFO movie I've ever seen. It, it definitely is completely different. It's very, very original, which is not something that you normally get in uh, the horror genre. Uh, and of course, Jordan Peele is known for making these fantastic horror movies. I, I will tell you this, having if you've watched his other movies, you if you have a mindset going into this, it's not going to be what you think it's going to be. Okay. Uh, but it's still really good. It's still a lot of very original ideas some stuff that you just wouldn't expect to see. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Good. It's something I want to check out at some point. That's it's on it's on my short list. Great. I'm gonna really well. <laughs> but nope. I don't know. We we've just been catching up on shit lately. Um and watching animal attack movies still. We started arachnophobia tonight. So nice. <laughs> uh, apparently Kristen has decided to get the uh the girls into a, a rewatch from the beginning of Glee. Now that that's on Disney Plus, why? That's what's happening as we speak. 
Ugh. Sure. I thought I they were going to obsessed with that show. Like, I remember going to visit her a couple of times. She's like, what do you want to watch? I'm like, oh, can we watch this? Like, oh, we're watching Glee. I'm like, what the fuck? Good luck. <laughs> it's, uh, oh. it was. What? Sorry. Sorry. It was just funny. We're, as we're watching it last night, thinking to myself, that guy's dead. She's dead. That guy's in prison. Look. <laughs> Wow, what a pedigree. That's a good way to look at the show, I guess. Michael Malley <laughs> is one of the characters' fathers, I know. Yes. Which is cool. <laughs> um, I, there is something else we uh, I've been watching personally. I finished up uh, the sixth season of Riverdale. And um, you know how Gotham went off the rails, but it was actually really good? Wait, maybe you don't, because you didn't finish it, did you? No, I didn't. Okay. The Riverdale show. definitely went off the rails, um, but it knows it's off the rails, so it has fun with it. Um, I, I'm not going to say that it's... Uh, you know, marquee TV watching. It's definitely not upper class, but uh, uh, it, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Have any of you ever watched Riverdale? Watched the first two seasons of it. Yeah, it, it's not like that anymore. Okay, it's a little, it's a little wacky. There, I mean, to be honest with you, I watched it up until Luke Perry passed away, and then I had never didn't go back to it. I wanted to go back to it and see how it changed from. And he was there. Well, you, you could then, because you, I mean, that was, yeah, that's, I think that was a season ender. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's perfect. You could go back and pick it up. It's just, you know, they always said nothing unrealistic could, could happen on the show. Like it could be weird. It could be eerie. It could be hard to explain, but straight up nothing like supernatural, ghosty, UFO, evilly. That, that rules all out the window. I mean, Sabrina Spellman from the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina Netflix uh, series has been on the show this season. Oh, nice. Because, you know, they, technically exists in the same comic book universe um but but it's fun it's definitely worth uh if you like i mean if you like legends of tomorrow if you like some you know campy stuff like and then i don't even say campy they take it seriously if you like things with a dark twist it's it's fun i like i'll I'll put it to you this way because i don't want to talk about it too much beginning of the season they did something really cool beginning of last season um there was a bomb that blew up okay the sixth season starts off. It seems like everything's normal, except all the characters in, are in a place called River Vale rather than Riverdale. And the explosion created a rip into an alternate universe where characters are. Yeah, it, it's crazy. And where in this this realm, magic, the supernatural, all this stuff exists. And there's a, a short five episode arc in Rivervale before they get everything back to Riverdale. But that's kind of how all that shit bleeds into the, the main show, but they created like a pocket universe, but they did some neat stuff. For instance, um, one of the characters was played by uh, two different actors in the first season. He was played by one actor and then the actor got replaced. Well, they actually addressed that because in the supernatural in Rivervale, they had a whole situation where people were coming back to life and people, you people who were gone a long time and both versions of him, they were both the same guy. They didn't even understand why there were two of them there. Um, and they both, you know, they were both dating the same girl. So it was very complicated, but uh, it's just, it was just neat. You know, they, they do, they had a chance to break all of the rules they'd set for themselves in a fun way and kind of move all of that into the proper TV show. I've not really seen a show do anything like that. Interesting. Kind of like, you know, when Fonzie jumped the shark, they weren't yeah. intending to make the show fucking crazy. Here, these people were intending to make the show crazy. So, explain to me how Archie becomes a, a teen drama. 
basically what they did is they they took the idea the setting and the characters and put it in a town more like twin peaks um where you know there's you know criminal masterminds and serial killers running around and things like that um they just kind of changed the setting up made it a little more gritty and realistic uh, which actually makes the characters themselves kind of shine brighter against that dark backdrop, which is interesting because an actual straight up Archie comics adaptation would be boring as fuck. They they yeah. found a way to make it not boring as fuck. I'm really glad I started watching. I resisted it for so many years because I thought it was stupid and, and you guys would, you know, point at me and make fun of me if I watched it. Uh, but it turned out to be a fucking great show. Interesting. Jack, are you pointing? Sorry. Sorry, no, I'm not pointing. He's pointing. <laughs> you don't get to point at me, boy. Oh, there, well, there we go. Nope, not even close to. No, nope. um, <laughs> screen is probably close. <laughs> Does uh, do we got anything else? No. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that about wraps it up then. All right. We're not going to talk about Harkon. I did just ask if you had anything else. <laughs> that was you wanted, your cue. Didn't know if you wanted to talk about it. Final thoughts on on Sci-Fi Horror Fest then. It was cool getting to play games with Jesse and her niece. That was fun. Easy, easy, Hugh or Paul. What? <laughs> He's choking. I I didn't hear what you actually said. Um, you said playing games with Jesse and her niece. Yeah, that's what he said. Okay. To me, it sounded like you said playing games with Jesse in her undies. <laughs> Jesse, Jesse was not in any way in no, her undies. No, not at all. I heard something different, but I'm not going to mention that. This was at our table in full public view playing Farkle and Zombies. There are pictures to prove it. Yes. So, but that was cool. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was a great experience, the Sci-Fi Horror Fest. I definitely had a lot of fun seeing all the different vendors and just overall good weekend. Went by way too fast, though. It did go by fast. I'll look a little bit more of that next year, but definitely. Good. I don't think it was too fast. You didn't think it was too fast? <laughs> I was exhausted. <laughs> and struggling. That sandwich, though, was really good, though, at the end of the night, though. From <laughs> Hugh, good call on that. I was like, oh, I only have half. Did you get the same sandwich as me? I got some little basil on it. I was like, I'll only eat half. I'll save half for tomorrow. But no. Sandwiches? Gone. Sandwiches? Like, yeah, after you left, we you went out for sandwiches. Home. They were good Wait, sandwiches. You guys, you guys drove from the casino to the place that got sandwiches? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What the? <laughs> Sorry, I had what? to take a leak. <laughs> what? Was this brisket with horseradish sauce? They said they were at the state fair a couple of years. Now, Jack, I will <laughs> fucking kill you. <laughs> I, I'm just confused, Corbs. Why are you confused that we would go and get food? Yeah. No, I wasn't that I was confused <laughs> that you'd go and get food. I just was confused that I wasn't invited. You, you said you there. had to go you home. home. <laughs> I went and kicked a leak. I actually saw you guys walk out of the freaking front of the casino. I thought you were gone. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I was gone. I had to go to the bathroom. Just saying there was a bathroom right in the hotel room you were hanging out yeah. in. Did you stay in no, the convention? No, that was where I was. I was down taking a leak in the bathroom right outside the, where we were sitting. You walk out that door, you took a right, and you took another right. Bathrooms. I came out and I called my mom and let her know that we were on our way home. Nice. 
And as I was talking, I saw Paul and Hugh walking in front of the hallway, walking to the front of the, and Yep. I know where I rank. Sorry. So you had already said to us, okay, guys, I'm leaving. I'll see you tomorrow. Oh, this was Friday night. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Different. Oh. Different. I thought you were talking Saturday. No, Friday. <laughs> Clarify. Well, thank God we cleared that up. And when I left on Friday night, you guys were talking about fucking Taco Bell. What the fuck happened? Yes. And we didn't get Taco Bell. We got sandwiches. Sandwiches. Second no, best sandwich. It was a damn oh, Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> um, anybody else have final thoughts on sci fi horror fest for this year? It was good. I mean, for being a guy that doesn't really go to Comic Cons like that, you know, you put a guy doing sports related stuff in a field like that, it's like seeing a fish out of water, you know. I didn't really know what to do. Of course, I was also kind of not really talkative due to uh, having a tooth pulled on Wednesday. So that yeah. So I was living on um, antibiotics, not antibiotics. I was living on ibuprofen to keep the pain at at bay, which was which was fine. But I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, you know, I think like you guys have said, CJ Graham was pretty cool. Kind of watching him interact with the fans. I mean, he's very fan very fan friendly yeah he, uh, he talked to everybody and not just like oh hey how you doing type of thing i mean full-on conversations i mean evident of the fact that he was supposed to go up for his panel and he was like 35 minutes late to go up to his panel that he was because he was you know talking with talking with fans that's just signing autographs talking with fans yeah which, which in these things you, you don't really see a lot of but i mean he literally talked to every single person so I mean, I, I didn't get a chance to talk to him, but, you know, he did scare the shit out of my girlfriend, which was fun. No, that you're was right. Pretty, that's yeah. pretty cool how we did that, Paul. Yeah. yeah. Corbs, you're right about that. I remember because he was giving me some wisdom for work and all that. And literally, he has like five or six fans that want his autograph. I was like, CJ, I got to go. You have people that want your autograph. I was like, no, I'm talking to you right now. I'm like, uh, okay. And when he says he's talking to you, you pay attention. Oh, that's a big man. <laughs> you, big you're going to big man talk. You listen. <laughs> you know he, he could pick up and go tell me about the rabbits <laughs> all right so you're now nuggets. you're dropping your nuggets look 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 the, the text message chain from earlier talking about dropping nuggets you're dropping on them on, if you're dropping them on jack's chin that's called teabagging I thought we were having tea bag and dinosaur chicken nugs for dinner. That means. By the way, I got breakfast not on Paul though on Saturday. Bastard. Yes. No. No pancakes though. Next next time I go someplace, we go someplace that, and I stop for breakfast. I'm getting fucking pancakes. Pancakes. Still no pancakes. No pancakes. Hey, you can make those at home, dude. I know. I got when I played in a golf tournament a couple weeks ago. I actually won pancake mix. Woo! Second. That's what we want. Pancake mix and syrup for finishing second. Breakfast. Gotta like it. Yeah, that's what we want. Okay. So, Paul, teabag us. People disappoint. Pizza is eternal. Good night, everybody, and 
Mega Mommy Bitches. This has been a Geek Pod Network production. production.